Oh, what is it with me and doing the outros and the intros? Like, you just do them the best. You put your name on the agenda. Yeah, well, I just okay. Well, this is it then. We're back again for the second episode. Um, if I'm going to be completely honest, I didn't even think we'd we'd get this far. I thought we'd run out of things to say, and you know, I didn't think a lot would be going on. But it has been, you know, considering there's the pandemic on, there's things going on left, right, and centre, other than just about the virus. So, um, but the producer had a lot to say about um, um, things that went wrong in the first episode or that we didn't stick to. But um, you know, we're allowed back again, so that's good. We're all still here, aren't we? Hello. Yeah, all here. Steve here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Jane. Jane, Jane as motivated as ever. Jane is here. Ready to yeah. go. Rearing. Hot day today. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <sighs> Keep right, yourself dehydrated. Right, shall I start with the new... Oh, go on. Yep. You, you have no, a nice just, drink. Just, yep, just saying. What a mess. Is it because you're yeah. hot? I, I wasn't going to say this, but I am I am topless today. I was going to say <laughs> this, you want hot. to mention it. The producer is going to be so pissed. Those are like the three rules. He says, stay the same distance, don't talk over each other, and get on with it. I mean, we're not going very well so far. We might well, it's not my job to get on with the news. It's Brilliant. <laughs> All right, then. I've, uh, I'll, I'll get started with the news. I'll get started. Um, so the news this week, I have found quite uh, an interesting article <clears throat> about human monkey embryos. Now, um, from what I've gathered, a uh, US and Chinese team of scientists have implanted human cells into monkey embryos, um, forming what is called a chimera. Now, a chimera is basically two two organisms that aren't supposed to sort of like mate or get together and they form like a new creature. So they've done this in the aim of... um, Developing small embryos that can grow to help with human transplants. Um, obviously, this creates a really big ethical question as to whether they should do it or whether they shouldn't do it. Um, they obviously they want to do it for cultivating organs and stuff, but in my opinion, I'm not too sure where I stand on this. So I'm really interested to see where you guys stand on it. They have done it before. It's done in things like rats. So they'll put human cells into rats and the rats will grow human cancer in their bodies for them to apply treatments and stuff. But this one's more, because monkeys are so close to us, it sort of makes a person. So I don't know where you guys stand on it. So they're growing organs in the monkey to harvest them to put in humans? Basically, yeah. At the moment, they're only letting them um, get to the age of 20 days. After tw- once it's twenty days, they destroy them. So they say. Um, but yeah, after twenty days, they they completely destroy them. But if you let it continue, you are growing what is basically a hybrid monkey human, and the the ethics behind that would be basically you're growing a person to harvest their organs. Yeah, that sounds really wrong. It does, doesn't it? All of it. All of it sounds wrong. I, yeah, I'm not too sure where I stand on it. I mean, yeah, it's even. See, I thought about going down the route of possibly like you grow it, but you sort of destroy the brain function. But even that's wrong. That's like harvesting coma patients. Yeah, exactly. It's just it's so it's selfish. It's just selfish. I know it's saving lives, but it's 
It's really cruel. Yeah, it is cruel. I don't know why they're trying to do this, because I'm pretty sure I've seen on the internet where they can sort of um, get stem cells to grow a particular organ. Mm. They don't need a, a whole host. I think it's in um, in Israel, the company. And yeah, they basically just, they grow specific organs rather than whole bodies around it. Yeah. I've heard that. I thought that was like a major breakthrough, wasn't it? I thought it was going to be. Yeah, like... pretty much. And I thought that would be the road that the the road that they're going down. But for some reason, they're also doing this, which I think is, I, I'm I'm leaning on the this is wrong side. Hmm. Same. Arthur. What do you think, Arthur? Um, I got a bit lost there. Is there what's is there a way you could just simplify it and just sum it up as if it's kind of like one big kind of like a headline just so it can kind of so I can just understand it a bit because I got lost there a bit. Okay, so basically um they're cro- they're they're how do you say it? crossbreeding monkeys and humans to make uh-huh. new humans to harvest their organs. Right. Wrong or not? Um pointless, I think. Well, Why? whether it's ethical or not, it's, what's the point in that? To help people with uh, who need organs to stay alive. Can't you just get them from like, you know, a person that's died of natural causes? Wouldn't that just be easier? Well, that's the whole point: is that there aren't enough organs going round. So whether dead organs people are like or people who are donating, so things like kidneys, hearts, yeah, stuff like yeah, that. liver or not, no. Yeah. So behind this, it's the idea is to sort of grow a person. Hmm to then take out the organs and just discard the rest of the body. Why a monkey? Is that because they're like the closest thing to us? So they can sort of like, is that why? Why not like a, I don't know, a squid or something? A squid. They've done it with pigs and rats um, before for very specific um, things, but you couldn't probably, you probably can't grow a whole human heart in a rat because it would be too big. This Is this like the time they did, um, they tested like glasses or something on like a, on my size, you know, that kind of thing. It just didn't work. I imagine this doesn't have the same effect. It's just not going to work. I don't think it's the same as testing glasses. Well, they tested my size or something on like, I don't know, to use them on humans or something like that, and it just didn't work. That's the sort of, I've heard that kind of story before, and this kind of sounds similar, like using it, you know, using humans and animals to like harvest. Okay, let me try and rephrase it. Imagine somebody, imagine you have a, a failing heart. Yep. And they take you, they take some of your cells, they put them in yep. the cell of a monkey. Okay. So they, they let this thing grow. And it's I thought it was some random human. It, like just someone, just pluck him, just go, oh, you do. This is so it matches your, your whole DNA. Oh, yeah, that makes and sense. And it grows, and it's yeah. talking to you going, oh, you're right, Arthur, yeah, I'm, I'm being grown to give you a heart. And right. now you've got to basically be aware that there is another you growing a heart just for you so you can continue living and then once this one's finished growing they kill it off i still don't know what the monkey's got to do with this it's so it's not fully human otherwise it's completely unethical in their eyes sure that's doubly unethical if it's a human and a monkey it's like double the unethicalness yeah it's horrible but yeah and what are your thoughts would you kill the other one to get your heart Nah, I'll probably just go forget it. See, that so you're probably on the side of it's unethical. Yeah. That's actually a good story. I might I was actually surprised. I thought oh, that's that's a good story. 
Same. I I was not sure how that was going to go when I saw the monkeys and the embryo thing. Yeah. <laughs> Has it worked? It's sort of working. I mean, it's it's still going. I had the experiment. It's it's. Yeah, I'll keep doing new. it then if it's working. And, uh, I'll try and keep uh, tabs on it for future episodes if they like advance and decide to go to the next stage of growing. I don't know an eyeball or nah, something. Nah, don't bother with that. Just leave it. I reckon. Well. Anyway. Yeah, that was a good story. News section. Yeah, that was a good one. Good. I'm glad you enjoyed that. Sweat just dripped down my... (laughs) Lovely. It's because you're hot. Yeah. Shall we get on with the um, the next one? Yeah, I was waiting for you to start your next bit. Yeah, I'm I'm excited about this. I think that's why I'm sweating. I'm a bit like excitement and nerves. It's just like I'm looking forward to this one. So do you want to introduce the section? Yeah. Um... So this next bit is the um, society and culture section, which is where we, um, one of the host segments, personal segment, this time it's me, we do our own personal segment. Um, I explain that in the most bloody confusing way ever, mm. but um, I've been given the, I don't want to say the chore, but the pleasure, the, the I don't know, I don't know, I've been given, it's, it's me this week basically to choose the personal segment, and um, in the week I was watching some youtube videos about um have you ever have you guys heard of xfm ricky gervais stephen merch and carl pilkington no no well he has his own little segment where he did these um the they were class bong headlines where he would um sort of read out the headline and he considered that carl pilkington this is he considered that to be enough information you didn't need to read on and i've you know i actually typed in some of the headlines so there was a few like um um Chinese woman eats dirt and he never really explained it because he felt that was enough that's all you needed to know and I went out my way to find out about it because it kind of didn't quench my thirst enough to of knowledge so I've kind of taken that um sec I've taken that idea and I've actually gone on to read some of my own interesting headlines um so you guys can find out more about it if that makes sense yeah yeah um Mm -hmm. the way they did it on the show um, they kind of did a little bong noise because I don't know if we're allowed to. I I was considering making one, but um, the producer didn't get back to me in time, so she kind of left me a bit, you know, hanging a bit. So I don't know if perhaps one of you would want to sort of help me out with a little bong. Is it like the news at ten bong? Yeah, whatever. It doesn't really matter. It can just be your voice. Um, I don't even know what you could use. Just improvise. It. I don't care who does it. But um, that would help. Or we can just, mm-hmm. if you want. I will make the bong noise. Are you sure? You yeah. didn't sound too sure. Give it a go. No, go I'll, on. I'll do it. I'll do it. Okay. Oh, God. You ready? Wait, no, no, no. Just, te- just test the bong amongst yourself and I'll just get my in order. I have numbered them. Sorry about the test rustling. Test the bong? Yeah, just test it. Give, give your own, give it, just test it. Yeah, just do a bong for us. I, I'm I'm intrigued to hear a Jane Bong. Bong. Brilliant. Make, make it a bit longer. Okay. Bong. There we go. A bit yeah, shorter. Okay, that on, was too hold long. On. I've got. <laughs> bong. Sorry about the rustling of paper. Oh, now you just gave up. Bong. Bong. <laughs> one, that one was all right. The last one. Brilliant. Two, 
All right, Arthur, what, what are you doing? I don't know why I've numbered them because it doesn't matter what order I read them in, but I, this is the order I found them in on the internet. So to clarify, these are some funny, interesting headlines, and instead of just leaving it at that, I'm going to explain more about them. So okay. here we go. You ready? Yep, yep, yep. Hit me. Bong. Police say man with no hands and no legs is armed and on the run. <laughs> Bong. One armed man applauds the kindness of strangers. Are these all to do with arms? These are really good. Keep going. Don't stop the flow. Bong. Bong. Hello. Hello. Did you say bong? I did. Yeah. Just hit me again because I missed it. Bong. Yawning almost kills man. Okay. All right. Right. There's your three. So yeah. Oh yeah. Oh sh- yeah. So uh, which one intrigues you the most? I like the first one. I like the third. Yeah. How are you going to pick which one we get? Um. Flip a coin. Well, the first one was police say man with no arms and no legs is armed and on the run, and the um the third one was yawning almost kills a man or killed man. Yeah, we know we voted. Hmm. Yeah, you you said one and two. Shall I just do both of them? One and three, sorry. Yeah, do both. Do Got both. On. Okay. <clears throat> so um, this happened... Um, yeah, I, I should have mentioned this isn't really <coughs> recent news because it's quite hard to find interesting headlines that are recent. So this was um, in 2014 and it's, uh, it's 2014? happened in America. This is supposed to be the last two weeks. Okay, never mind, actually, because it's just the personal segment. All right. All right. Yeah. Sorry. Um, this was filed by the fugitive on uh, a company called Gorka, and it happened in America, Florida, to be exact. Um, and they were searching for an armed quadruplet amputee who's reportedly been on the run since Tuesday, hoping to question him about his involvement in a double murder. Sean, again, someone I can't pronounce. I always pick names I can't pronounce. Pet Ronzino, he's aged 30, reportedly lost his legs, hands and parts of his arms to bacterial meningitis years ago. And uh, police said that he moved in with his parents last week after separating from his wife amidst some serious financial issues. Um, Both his parents were found dead um, on the Tuesday morning after Sean's mother, Nancy, Pet Ronzino failed to show up for her job as a school teacher, and the dad, Sean, was last seen on an ATM surveillance camera Tuesday morning. Although police say he's currently a person of interest and not an official suspect in the double murder, a spokesperson did caution that he's armed with a gun. Um, I don't know how. A prosthetics expert told the Orlando, Orlando Sentiment, Sentinel, you don't need a hand to shoot both your parents, just the will as most guns can apparently be fired by the handless without special devices. So there we have it. Wow. Out of all the things that happen in the world, you wouldn't imagine that one to occur. No. Yeah. Wait, how do you fire a gun without using your hands? I don't know. Well, a prosthetic a prosthetic expert um, told the Orlando... I don't even know who the Orlando... Sentinel is. I don't even know what that is about. 
um, he says that you don't need your hands to shoot both your parents, just the will. So it's just like the the power and the thought and the revenge and the anger. So this guy, this guy's got no limbs and he's yep. running around with a gun. Pretty using much, yeah. He's, the force. He has no legs and hands and he's lost parts of his arms to bacterial meningitis. So he obviously didn't have the jab or he just was unlucky. So are you literally saying that this man has shot someone using his mind? His thought. <laughs> no, he used a gun, it says. Listen. But with the power of his of the thoughts. A spokesperson did caution that he was armed with a gun. So someone, I don't know what a spokesperson is, someone that speaks, I guess, um, pretty straightforward, said he did have, he, he was armed with a gun. And he said a, a prosthetic expert has said that most guns can apparently be fired by the handless. So you don't need hands. I, by the handless? Yeah. Well, yeah, I'd understand handless if they're No, like by the handless, by the handless. Do you mean by the, the handless? handless? No, it just says by the handless. Oh, people without hands. Yes, the people that are handless. Yeah, people without hands can fire guns. But there has to be a reason. There has to be like a way they do it. It's not just like you say it so it's true. Has this segment backfired on me? There's more. This has brought more questions than it's answered, hasn't it? Well, it has. It's <laughs> yeah. opened up a whole new discussion Fuck as to how hell. do you shoot a gun if you've got no limbs? Because I'm just, ima- I I'm just so imagining bad. someone with no limbs, like, sort of ruffling on the floor and a gun is floating above them that they're controlling with their mind and just shooting. Well, there's a picture of him here. I'll try and describe it. He's got glasses. I don't know how he puts them off, put, takes them on and puts them on. So I don't know why he's got glasses on in the first place. Why is that what you're... Fo- um, he's shot someone and you're focusing on his glasses. Well, how does he get them on? Someone could easily just put them on his face. Well, no, no, no. He makes it. He makes them float with his mind, and he just slowly glides them on his face. Yeah. Do you know? Do you know? He looks like a bit. I don't know if you've seen Toy Story. The fat guy that like fixes the toys. He's got that. He oh the cheese, yeah, the guy who owns the barn toy shop. He pretty much looks like him, except he's blonde and not um, animated. This poor and man is being insulted by us in all reigns of life. He deserves it if he's killed his own parents over. What was it? Financial issues? Yeah, he basically um, yeah, that's he pretty had serious financial issues and that's why he separated with his wife. Well, it's... Um, so he moved in with his parents. I don't know why he took it out on his parents. It's from 2014. Do we even know if he was actually, like, proven to be to kill them? Did he actually murder them? I've just found another flaw in this as well. I didn't bother following it up. So that's right. another thing I should have done. Mm. So maybe, maybe I can follow it up and... I don't know. Someone can email in. Follow it up if you're interested and then let us know what happened. Yeah, if you know what's happened, email in. Tell us how, what, what happened and then we might explain it on the next <gasps> show. Oh, I just had I just had a good idea for a personal segment if anyone wants to take it up. We can find headlines from like years ago and then we each guess what happened next and then next episode we will tell what happened next. Okay. Next right. Bonk. You went for the third one, didn't you? Which was um, yawning almost killed man. Yeah. Yeah. So <clears throat> there's actually two headlines to this I found. There was two articles, and this is on the Argos. So there was the uh, the um, alternative headline was opening wide so almost the Argos. Yeah. Oh, the Ar- Yeah, the Argus. Oh, the Argus. Yeah, yeah. I don't really. Yeah. Do you know? What, you know what I mean? If you know what I mean. So the alternative headline was opening wide almost costs man his life. Um. Again, well, not similar. Um, this was um, 
even later. It was 2007. So it's not really relevant, but it's part of my own personal segment, all right? So leave me alone. Do you mean earlier? Yeah. 2007 is earlier. No, it's not. It's later. 2007 is later than 2014. Of course it is. Right, let's put some effort in, people. Come on. Right, this is this this fella, he's called Ben Shear. Um and he was downstairs trying to make a cup of tea to keep himself awake when a massive yawn took hold and he strained his jaw so much he dislocated it. Oh. Um his he was aged thirty four, he lived in Horsham, and he collapsed in his kitchen, unable to breathe or swallow. His wife frantically called nine 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 and he lays on the floor choking on his own saliva and watching his life. <laughs> <laughs> is that you laughing? I'm laughing at a man losing his life. <laughs> what is wrong with you? That's not funny. <laughs> it's the way they worded it. Sorry, sorry, Ben, if you're listening, which I doubt you are. I mean, I, I would be the same in that situation. I would probably just dial 999 and have a panic on. So paramedics anyway paramedics turned up and they rushed him off to hospital with his jaw still locked <laughs> i just picture him on the stretcher being rushed through any just like with his mouth locked. wait you said it was dislocated not locked no I, i'm reading word for word here so don't you cannot you cannot you cannot you know blame me for this this is this is dead off the argus argus okay. so you cannot <laughs> knock me for this this is word for word it says here he basically got up because he was tired to make himself a cup of tea. I'd have a coffee in that situation to keep me awake. So that's his first fault. I'm not saying, you know, he deserved it, but tea doesn't have as much caffeine in it. The coffee could have saved his life. Coffee could have been the difference for Ben. Yeah. Um, it said it said maybe they maybe initially he didn't think it was um, dislocated. He just was, <laughs> it was locked. Come on, there's still four. The producer can't leave this in. She's going to do us dirty if she does. I'm not laughing. I'm not laughing at the person. I'm laughing at the situation. And in my head, I can just imagine him on the... On the bed or yeah. on the thing that they roll them through in the hospital. And he just looks constantly in shock. <laughs> it's okay, come on. You two are sick. I'm literally just laughing at the fact that Arthur was laughing at this sick Oh, no. I think that's the first time I've laughed Possibly. on this podcast. I mean, I know we've only done a few. But... Right, go. Anyway... Paramedics rushed him to hospital and his jaw was locked at the time and the medics brought him back from the brink of death using a suction device. <laughs> okay. Um, the, doctors, the doctors battled for four hours with Ben, a father of three. What is wrong with you? Okay. Uh, <clears throat> so he's got three kids. Well, um, well, he did in 2007. Um, he said that the incident was no laughing matter. <laughs> well, it is. It bloody is. You two are sick. At first, I was laughing at Arthur laughing, but you two are actually finding this funny. It, no, it's not the article He's, that's funny. It's the, it's the, it's, I don't know what's funny anymore. He said that the answer was no laughing matter and he could have easily have choked to death. Um, here's some quotes from him. He said, I couldn't breathe because I was choke. I couldn't breathe because I was choking. It felt like two fingers down my throat. <laughs> I can't read on anymore. Um, Wait, is he still basically, alive? Yeah, he's still alive. Oh, His okay. wife, Sam, hotel cleaner, added, I was really panicking and didn't know what to do. Exactly what I said. I, I, I would have just panicked and called 999. 
Um, a spokes another spokesperson again. There's a common thing in these articles from East Surrey Hospital in the Redhill said that um, doctors were able to reset Ben's jaw, um, and they were praised for the quick thinking of action, uh, quick thinking actions of the ambulance crew. Cases of people's jaws locking mid-yawn are very rare. So if anyone is out there having a yawn, probably listen to this podcast. Um, don't panic. It's ve- don't worry. It's not. It's not rare. It is rare. It is rare. So don't worry. Um, doctors advise people who do experience the problem to bend forward or lie on their side <laughs> in the recovery position to let gravity ease the pressure. Um, people. Oh, there's loads more. It's loads of articles. There's one thing when you print off things, you cannot get rid of the articles, so it's just covered in them. Um, articles, adverts. Don't you? Hell. Don't you just copy and paste them into a Word document? The bits you want. I'm not that professional. Clearly. Okie dokes. People with jaw. So it's just some information. Now, this is serious. We need to be. You need to let me speak here because, well, it's not even you. It's me stopping myself. So it says, um, people with jaws locked open can feel like they are choking because of the buildup of saliva in their mouths. Um, to push a locked open jaw back into place, dentists push the lower jaw downwards and back by pushing on the lower back teeth. Um, the condition known as locked jaw, um, where the jaw sets shut, is more commonly associated with the early stages of tetanus. Um, this is followed by stiffness, stiffness in the neck, problems swallowing, rigid ab- abdominal muscles, spasms, sweating, and fever. So yeah, another form of illness, which I think you get from rusty nails and stuff like that, I believe. Um, so yeah, you can sort of just unlock it that way. And it, it, I've had it before, not to that extent, but I've yawned before. I'm yawning now, talking of yawning. And um, it's locked and I panic, but luckily it comes un unlocked i just get a really um, bad cramp if i yawn yeah. too wide there i get a cramp down the whole left side of my yeah, face yeah that's exactly it it's cramp it's horrible. yeah yeah i do want to just say a formal apology to ben again he's probably not listening but if you are it was serious what happened to you and given it was what 13 years ago hopefully you have recovered you know survived it and moved on and it hasn't happened since and that your three kids are still about 30 years ago didn't you say this happened 13 oh okay my bad. Good luck to you, Ben. Be 14 years ago anyway. 14, 13, doesn't matter. <laughs> the point is, you've learned how to survive if, you look, if your jaw locks. And you've also learned that people with no arms and legs can fire a gun. So beware. Don't judge a book by its cover. But that's the message I was given. Now you've said that, that sums it up perfectly there. If you want to find out about the other one, about the... um. The one-armed man applauding the kindness of strangers. You can, you can. Um, well, if you just email in and uh, and one of us, someone will send it to you. Hopefully, the producer will. Um, British People Podcast at Gmail dot com. Well, and yeah, I imagine the producer will put the link in the show notes. Oh yeah, she d- she's done that before. Yeah. Um, or he, we don't really know. I just think it's a woman. I think she seems it... a bit bossy. Oh, sexist. What? Because the email we got was a bit bossy. She must be a woman. Oh, getting onto something political And everything's here. in red. Period. Red. I'm just putting two and two together. Right. Is that wrong of me? Yes. Very. But I'm pretty sure Sorry, it is producer. a woman because it's the same woman that gave us our interviews and she was a woman. Yeah. We said woman a lot there. Shall we just get on to the next bit? which I believe yeah. is the dislikes and likes from the past two weeks. Now, this is back to relevant. This is now. This is the now. All right? Oh, God. Okay. 
Oh god, oh. I've seen the notes. Okay, Arthur, you starting? Ah, uh, yeah. Go on, just get through this one really quick. Yeah, let's go. Ready? Um, so I'm I'm a bit of a football fan, and in the past two weeks, um, the big, you know, the rich. Um, wait, the... wait. Should we introduce this segment? Oh, I just thought I did. I know, but you didn't say if it was a like or a dislike. Oh, it's it's obvious. As a football fan, I'm not going to like the Euro- European Super League. It's a dislike for anyone that doesn't know what it is. It's a dislike to me, anyway. Um, so, yeah, as I was saying before, Jane hang interrupted on, hang, me. Hang on. Okay, just let me introduce it because the producer is going to get pissed. Oh, okay. okay. So this Sorry, segment producer. is where each host tells a like or dislike from the past two weeks. Okay, go for it. Okay, so this is a dislike from me, Arthur. Um, as a football fan, I'm not a fan of the Euro- Euro- European Super League. And luckily, just under a week ago, it was stopped due to fan power. But I'll explain what it was before it got to that stage. So the Premier League's big six, uh, Chelsea, Man City, uh, Man United, Tottenham, Arsenal. And who else have I missed there? Um, it was Rack My Brains. Did I say Man City, Chelsea, Man United? I'm just doing this on my fingers. Chelsea, Arsenal, Man United. Tottenham, City, and... Oh, God, this is embarrassing. Fuck me. I mean... Jesus, move on. Some teams, yeah. Yeah. They agreed to join this new Super League on the twelfth of April, 20th of April, and it was stopped thanks to the fans and players speaking out on social media. It was all about just the money and the greed. There was no regard to the fans or the players or surrounding clubs. Um, each team who agreed to join would have received 3.5 billion each per club, which was a total of 42 billion pounds. That's disgusting. Um, uh, two days before it was announced, um, the prime minister got involved and basically said um, the um, UEFA and Premier League condemned the move. Um, the prime minister condemned the move when the news broke on Sunday. Um, the PM also said that um, the plans would be very damaging for football. Um, oh God. Um, UEFA, Europeans governing body, that the warning on Sunday when it said players involved would be banned from all other competitions, um, domestic level, European level, level and world level, and it would prevent them from re- also representing their national teams. Ooh. Um, so yeah, it basically it got rid of, it it, it kind of killed the worth of. Um, English football essentially because it was just going to be the big rich teams all in one league and there was going to be no relegation or promotion except for the five top teams that would go into this new kind of European football it would kind of kill the Champions League the League Cup the Premier League um, the FA Cup and take away all them great proper footballing traditions um, so yeah it, it got it, it, and luckily fans you know protested at grounds and got there message out and it and it, it, it they had to give in they had to listen to their fans um but there's still talks of it going on in a few years time but um yeah arthur that wasn't you... just a dislike that was like a whole news story what to anyone who likes football that will mean something Next. what's wrong with that that's a dislike yeah but i mean that was a bloody long dislike <laughs> It's like, dislike, oh, I don't like, you know, jammy dodgers. That could have been my news section. Yeah. Who doesn't like jammy dodgers? Well, or you'd be like, oh, I like, you know, a certain brand of toothpaste that you've just discovered. Toothpaste? (laughs) Anything. That was a news story. (laughs) It's toothpaste. I've got to say that was funny. 
Have, this, have I got another? Have I got another segment wrong again? Yeah. yeah, it's all right. We'll get there. We'll get there. The producer will rant, and we will. We'll get it down. We'll get anyway. It, we'll get it right. Mm-hmm. That's my dislike. No to the European Super League. Um, keep normal British root football. Um, football's for the working class, not for the rich. That's my point. Moving on. Nice. It's Jane next. Well, mine is that I do not like a certain style of shoe that I'm seeing out and about. It is... Have you seen these shoes? It's like they're trainers. They've got a thick sole, but the sole sort of sticks out at the back. Like one of those... Is it like... Have you seen Charlie's Angels where that guy has a knife stick out of his shoe and then stabs the tyre of the motorbike? It's like those. But kids seem to be loving them. I'm surprised you're just seeing these. I've been noticing them more and more, but now they're like common. It's like everyone has them. Yeah, these came out like two years ago and are pretty big where I were pretty big where I live. Um, people have moved on now. But mm. yeah, I'm surprised you're just seeing them now. They're more common. Like before, they were like it was a bit different to wear them, but now they're mm. normal. It's like these... I hate them. They've got like a bubble heel and it sticks out past the back of the shoe. I just think it doesn't even look safe. Like that looks no. like it would have a hazard to it. If anyone's wondering what shoe we're talking about, we're talking about um, uh, the the main company that sold them or had got them big was Balenciaga, the big bulky. They're from like, you go from like a flat shoe then you've got like this shoe and then you've got like a platform shoe. It's sort of in the middle of that with a big back onto them. They're horrible. I hate them. Mm. If you want to know what they look like and you don't know what to type in specifically, I literally typed in what are the trainers with heel that comes out back. And, you know, I just got a lineup of all these ugly shoes. That's it. <laughs> that My leg was... just locked up. Brilliant. <sighs> Christ. That was my dislike for <laughs> the last two weeks. Any thoughts on it, Arthur? I see what you're getting at now. That was pretty rounded off and straightforward, whereas mine was a bit more <laughs> newsworthy. Yeah. So, Are you all right? Yeah, my leg just really cramped up. Luckily, it wasn't my jaw, otherwise I wouldn't be able to speak. But it was just my leg. Steve's next. What's your dislike? Okay. Like? Mine is a like. I am thankful that i found this stuff i suffer from really bad hay fever um this is going to be so random as like a like but yeah i suffer really badly from hay fever and whenever it triggers i cannot breathe through my nose whatsoever so i stumbled across something called sudafed which is a uh, discongestant discongestant yeah we're going to call it that we'll go with that so you just spray it up your nose and it completely unblocks your nose and you can breathe again so it helps you like sleep, so I'm not like snoring super loud. And I can just I can just sleep nicely and get a good night's sleep. So if you suffer from hay fever or any other types of allergies, use Sudafed. That was not a promoted advert, by the way. I just I don't know why I made it sound like that, but yeah, it's, I just highly recommend it. That's my like. Maybe you'll get some free stuff from them now. They might just I be hope like... so, because I need this stuff constantly throughout summer. Isn't it a bit dangerous? Isn't it dangerous? Yeah, doesn't it, like, shrink your blood vessels or something, like, in your nose so that it stops the pollen, but it also does it throughout your body? I think what happens is there's an inflammation and it just reduces the inflammation. Oh, okay. Yeah. 
I'm going to go with that. I don't know how it works at all, but that's what I'm going with. Fair enough. I mean, <laughs> yeah, cool. Okay, right. Let's move on to the next segment, which is the entertainment section. And this is by our lovely host, Jane. See, I bet you wouldn't introduce me like that if I wasn't female. I'd say this is by our lovely host, Arthur. Right. <laughs> well, as Jesus. Steve... What? What? <laughs> taking offence to everything. I'm not taking offence. Just take this the compliment, come... Jane. Yeah, but it is like innocently patronising. But I mean, anyway. Hosts pick for entertainment news. I am bringing it this week. And I'm going to show Arthur what entertainment news actually is. Not just something Whoa. that is entertaining. <laughs> That's a dig. She can't let it go, can she? She just won't no. let it go. No. Typical women. <gasps> oh. I'm going to let that one go because it sounds like you're taking the piss. <laughs> Cheryl Underwood versus Sharon Osbourne debacle. That is the title of this story. So this news is that Sharon Osbourne has given her first interview since it all kicked off last month on a show she co-hosted called The Talk, which she subsequently left. So this is all about the debacle between Cheryl Underwood and Sharon Osbourne. The talk show originally aired on the 10th of March, but this article is mainly taken from You Magazine, which comes out on Sunday. It's like the Daily Mail magazine that comes out. Uh My nan gets it, so I read it. Just to give a little introduction into Sharon Osbourne. She is the daughter of a notorious rock manager. She took over as Ozzy Osbourne's manager after he was sacked from Black Sabbath. Sharon then appeared on screen 20 years ago in The Osbournes and she appeared on The X Factor and then later in America's Got Talent, where she sat for five years alongside Piers Morgan, which is in part what the whole drama of this story is about. And she is 68. She's 68? Yeah. She does not look 68. She looks good for her age. She does, but she has spoken publicly about the work she has had done on her face. Oh, did you just say she looks good for age? Why, is that ageist? No, just that's all I had to bring to the story. And the fact that she looked a bit like, reminded me a bit like Dolly Parton. That was literally my only thing on it. And you've just taken it right from her mouth. So cheers for that, um, Steve. (laughs) That's all I had to say on it. Actually, I don't. I hate. I hate it because it's all to do with race, isn't it? What she's basically said. She kind of tweeted that she yeah. agreed with um Piers Morgan, and that then makes her a racist because she's friends with one supposedly and all this crap. So that does make him. But go on, carry on. I do have a few things to say. Okay, well, she's speaking publicly for the first time after leaving a high-profile job on American chat show The Talk. Following a bitter on-screen row with fellow presenters over comments her friend Piers Morgan had made about the Duchess of Sussex, which is Meghan Markle, to anyone who doesn't know, which they thought were offensive. Uh So to get a handle on this article, I thought I'd give some context as to what happened leading up to it. On the talk, Sharon co-hosts with several other hosts and Cheryl being one of them asks her about her friendship with Piers because Piers has recently tweeted what is deemed a racist tweet 
On March 8th, 2021, he said, Meghan and Harry's nauseating two-hour Oprah Wine-a-thon was a disgraceful diatribe of cynical race-baiting propaganda designed to damage the Queen as her husband lies in hospital and destroy the monarchy. So Cheryl turned to Sharon during this episode of the talk and said, I've never seen anything out of you other than I don't know, but I am willing to learn. What would you say to people who feel that while you are standing by your friend, it appears that you give validation or safe haven to things that he has uttered that is racist? Sharon replies that she doesn't know what he's uttered that is racist and asks if she could be explained to. And then it just sort of escalates from there. Sharon gets angrily upset because she feels she's being set up to be cancelled when Cheryl tries to amend the situation by saying she doesn't want people to watch this and think they're attacking Sharon for being racist. Sharon replies, I think it's too late. I think that seed's already sown. Which, to be fair, it probably was because she got a lot of hate on social media after that. So in the article, the journalist says, so what really happened? And she was expecting her to hold back and be careful, but that doesn't happen. So here, Sharon is talking about the interview Harry and Meghan did for Oprah back in March. Sharon says... This all started with two spoiled young people wanting to be victims, wanting to get publicity for what they're doing in their life. Sharon continues, what are you victims of? You wanted your freedom, you've got it. Now what is the matter? What are you complaining about? We've all got problems in our family. There's always one asshole. There's always one jolly one. And who doesn't cry at weddings? Did you want to get your points in about... No, I, I, I agree totally. You know, you wanted your freedom, you wanted your privacy, you've got it. And then you go on like one of the biggest like um, American chat shows and just have a little cry and a little whine. And it's just like, oh, I'm sick of it. When I saw the bloody trailer for it, it was like the most over top, over hype bollocks. You know, it was like, I remember it quite well because things that annoy me stick with me. And that's why I like things that annoy me because I, I retain it better. I remember it was like, were you, oh, I'm not going to remember it now. This is embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> it was like were you silenced or were you silenced and it's like shut oh. sorry for those was that, mega, was that mega markle in the background going <laughs> for those who just uh heard that random screaming um that's my pet parrot sat under my chair and i didn't realize he was there and i moved my foot near him so uh, apologies i'll try and keep my feet away from him why would that be megan markle screaming I don't know. Because <laughs> she's annoyed. <laughs> oh, okay. That's less sinister than I thought it was going to be. Oh, no, what? That he had her locked up or something. <laughs> Carry on with your point. Yeah. Oh, God, it's not... Sorry. Um. Yeah, just like... Just... Oh, just You wanted your freedom, you wanted your privacy, and then you go on the biggest, most famous, well-known chat show in America, arguably, and state your whole situation, and it's just like a little... Just a little way to get back in the, the limelight, I think. So I'm right behind Sharon Osbourne. Um, but what did mm-hmm. she say? What's the racist stuff she said? Have, have, have you said that yet? Or was I just not listening? She didn't actually say anything new. She was just getting very hot and bothered about defending Piers Morgan. And the co-host was like a good friend of hers. And she felt like she was setting her up to call her racist on TV. And then, yeah, it all kind of went from there. But yeah, the co-host Cheryl asked Sharon if she thought she was racist because she was supporting Piers Morgan who is being perceived as racist and yeah it just sort of escalated from there I mean it's it's sort of like something of nothing really like there's nothing new said in it 
it's just Sharon gets upset about it. That's a bit sad that she's been sacked. Why was this Sharon fella on this show in the first place? Sharon Osborne. Sharon yeah. fella. Well, she's oh, whatever her name was. She was a co-host on that show, the right. talk. And this was in America as well, was it? Yeah, but she's British, so I figured it counted as British entertainment news. Yeah, I did see. I did watch that little um video you put on the agenda. Um, and it was basically her just swearing a lot, and t- and rightly so, you know, sticking up for herself because they seemed like they were ganging up on her a bit. And I thought, oh, here we go. Um, I thought Cheryl was just asking her, like, as nicely as she could. I thought well, she was, was just giving like... her opportunity to explain her support. Yeah, well, you know, they try and they try and make you out like you're you you know, they're giving the wrong message or giving you. They try and you know, I don't know, like make you out that you're. They get, they try and make you out like you're the bad one, I guess, as they're the host. They feel like they have all the power, mm. and um, yeah, I think it's just a load of old. But now she's fallen victim to cancel culture, surely. She's going to fall straight in there. We're not going to see Sharon Osbourne for years to come unless she starts her own show and funds her own show or something like that. It's quite sad, really. I don't think it's that bad. I think she's just getting a lot of hate. I say just. She's getting a lot of hate on social media, like death threats and people saying they're going to kill her puppies. Yeah, no, that's awful. But I mean... I think that you only need to watch it to see that she's not actually saying anything racist. It's just, you know, the way she reacted was unprofessional. But then, I mean, that's what that sort of show is all about, I think. Yeah, no matter how angry you are at something someone has said, death threats are, are not the way. Or mm. th- threat, yeah, it's just, it's ridiculous. Just stop being so childish. Just grow up. And if you're really, if you're really, really upset, complain. Write a, write a letter. Or an email and send it in. Mm. Back to the article, though, for the first interview she gave. Sharon Osborne continues to say, I know what I am. I know my faults. I know I behaved badly. I did not behave professionally, but neither did they. I know my part, but I know I'm not a racist. And she did say that throughout the, the show as well. She kept saying because she's a Jew, she couldn't possibly be racist, which isn't true. But, I mean, I don't think she's racist. That's a stupid. I, I don't back her there. That's like saying... I've got black friends, so I can't be racist. I don't I don't agree with what she says there. Just because she's Jewish, she can't be racist. You can be racist if you're black, white, you know, Jewish, yeah. Hebrew, Indian, all that. You can be racist to any race, whether, you know, other, yeah. Yeah, I agree. So I don't agree Just with Just because you're part of a minority doesn't mean mm. you don't discriminate against another yeah. one. So Sharon said, the thing is that broke my heart was that she never once said, I've known you for 10 years and I know you are not a racist. I was so angry because she's my friend. Ten years we've sat together, we've travelled together, we've partied together. She's a workmate. So that's Sharon talking about Cheryl. That is quite sad, though, that if she if she was... I don't know. I'll have to... Um, I, I'll, I'll probably read more into this because this is quite interesting. It would be sad if she was actually set up. That would be dreadful. If you've known someone for ten years and they know it's a touchy subject at the minute and you're doing it on TV as well and they just sort of throw you under the bus... Not that I'm any better, but I thought the whole point of this was to read into what we're talking about before the podcast, not after. Oh, but I have. Jesus. This is about the article, no, not, not about you. the video beforehand. Not, not and you, I have... He's talking about me. Oh, carry on then. Thanks. I will. I've, I've said what I've said now. Read yeah. and the gender agenda before 
All right. I did actually I did actually read the article, but not watch the video. Well, it's not good enough. Well, to be fair, I hadn't read into Steve's story. I just had a little glance. What's the message from this? Racism is bad. Be friends with everyone. What? Or just Stick. just stay out. Just stay off telly. Just if you can, don't have a moan, and then and then be like, oh, no, 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 no. You know, that's, Stick I think that's by your opinions, but be a nice person. Well, why are you getting messages from it yet? I'm not done. Oh, oh. really? Oh, there is still one last bit. Get on okay, with it. Okay, go. So the big question is whether Sharon and Cheryl are still friends. Dun, dun, dun. Are we going to find out the answer right here, right now on British People Podcast? The only place you can find this kind of information. The answer is no. Oh. Cheryl, Cheryl. Anticlimactic. No. Cheryl doesn't want to be Sharon's friend. It's because they both begin with like, sure. Yeah, it's quite confusing, isn't it? They they sort of sound the same. Yeah, it's give it's, it's I can't. There's too many Cheryls mm. and Cheryls going. Cheryls. <laughs> okay, so Sharon has apologised to Cheryl but Cheryl doesn't want to be Sharon's friend. So in response to the interviewer asking Sharon if her and Cheryl are still friends, Sharon said, no, you've got to be joking. I've apologised. I've texted her everything, nothing. Cheryl hasn't responded. No, she did one interview and said that God is in her and using her as a vessel. You can't fight that, which... You're right, Sharon. You can't fight that. You can't fight a religious nut. You just can't. I got lost there. There's no, no, no. I don't, I don't add God into it now. I'm already getting confused between Cheryl and Cheryl. What? Cheryl, Cheryl and Sharon. 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 They're no longer friends, and right, one is okay. claiming that God is using her as a vessel to get the message out. I mean, that's just added at the end. I think it's more of like. Maybe it's like a turn of phrase when people say God is in them and using them as a vessel. I mean... It probably is. Yeah. I mean, I imagine that would have made more of a meal if it was like a big statement sort of thing. Can we wrap this up now before my leg cramps up again? (laughs) Yes. All right. Okay. So that was the story. Brilliant. So what's 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 the final message the end of? Like, is there just one big hand... That's it. What? Do you mean, why do you need like a moral ending to all these news stories? <laughs> I think I've confused them. It's just a news story, an entertainment. Okay, so basically the main message of that whole entertainment news story is that Sharon Osbourne and Cheryl Underwood are no longer friends. And Sharon right. Osbourne is not racist to us. It's not that entertaining, is it really? But... But that's not the point. <laughs> it's not about being entertaining. It's to do with the entertainment industry. If you think that was an entertaining story, um, give us a little email. Letting that's us know. not the point. Why? There'd be no point. Oh, I'm just trying to get interactive and that. Oh, we okay, always end on a... I, I will wrap up as I had the last segment. Cheers. So this has been the British People podcast. Thank you for listening this far. If you have any views or opinions on what we've talked about, please email the show. You can either write an email or email in a voice note to britishpeoplepodcast at gmail.com. And we will be back again in two weeks. Thank you for listening. I'm Jane.
I'm Steve. All right, I'm Arthur. See you later. <laughs>